praise Yah. Shabbat shalom. Praise Yah. <clears throat> you all joining us today. <clears throat> Hallelujah. This is part two of the Set Apart series of the sword and the seed. Hallelujah. So praise Yah. Um, it's very important that we really teach everyone to be able to know uh, who you are in the Most High and you know what kind of ground He requires for us to be. So praise Yah for His goodness. Praise Yah for His compassion. Uh, praise y'all for you all joining us uh, as, as we start with part two of the Set Apart series. So we'll start with a word of prayer and we're going to just dive right on into it. Hallelujah. So Almighty Yah, we come before your presence again in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. And we thank you. Hallelujah. Almighty Yah, we just ask of you in the name of Yahushua that you would give us wisdom and understanding. And those who are listening today, those who are going to be listening on uh, social media or the podcast, that you would bring uh, your real HaKodesh to convict them with their sins. Uh, Encourage those to be encouraged. Build those up to be encouraged and uh, built up. <clears throat> and increase the faith of those who need to have faith increase, Almighty God. We need you. We cannot make without you. We really understand that. So I pray right now, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, give us clarity and insight on the scripture. Help us to see things from a, a, a better perspective, to see things from your perspective, uh, what you think and what you say. And let someone's life, let their lives be changed, Almighty God. Break off the spirit of rebellion. Break the spirit of stubbornness and pride. Rebuke the adversary that tries to keep help us to stay in our corner of mind. Help us to humble ourselves, Almighty God, and walk in the spirit of humility so that we can receive your word. For you said in your word, through your, your writers, you said that you resist the proud, Almighty God, but you give grace to the humble. So help us to be humble so that you would not resist us. But help us to be humble, walk in humility, Almighty God. We thank you. Uh, we just pray for um, understanding, wisdom, Pray for increase of faith. Pray for those who are uh, struggling, that you will help them to have uh, no more struggle, where they'll be able to hear your word and see you, Almighty God. Again, as well, Almighty God, we just continue to pray for the bereaved family, those who are uh, crying or hurt or sad about losing a loved one, Almighty God, uh, in the COVID-19 pandemic or whatever illness, Almighty God. I pray for those families right now. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, that you would touch those who are struggling, who are who need their comfort and be their strength. Be uh, who you say you are, your word in their lives. And those who don't know you, help those of us who have to be around people like that to be able to give them words of encouragement, to be able to give that support, to be able to trust in you. And I, and I pray as well, Almighty Yah, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, that you rebuke the spirit of fear. For Paul was talking to Timothy and telling him that he had the unfeigned faith. There was Grandmama Lois here in the Eunice, Almighty Yah. And Paul said he was, he, 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 Tim, Timothy reminds him of the same way that he had it. And he commanded him to stir the gift up that was on the inside of him while laying on his hands to realize that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind, so that we should not have to be ashamed of Yahushua HaMashiach, nor of his prison. So I just ask you, Almighty God, help us to grow and be strong in your word. Tell truth and not uh, uh, back down because of the adversary. We to be bold, Almighty God. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, hallelujah, praise Yah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to, we're dealing again, you all, with Matthew um, uh, uh, 13, 1 through 23, Luke uh, 8, 4 through 15, and Mark 3 uh, through 20. That, these are our foundational scriptures. We won't read the entire, entire scriptures, but in your spare time, I would just want to encourage everyone to read these. Uh, read these because we're dealing with the parables of the sword and the seed. And uh, many people don't realize the kind of ground they are. Many people don't even realize who they are in y'all. You know, uh, let me say this. You know, um, just just from doing some study, study, we 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 truly have to have the faith of our forefather Abraham if we say that we are Abraham's seed. 
if we say we are Abraham's seed, then we got to have that faith. If uh, if we say that we're not uh, Abraham's seed, uh, then we're in trouble. So let me just give you um, you all some um, just insight on who Abraham was. We're gonna read Jasher and bring something out. Um, we're gonna read Jasher. Jasher twelve. Uh, we're gonna let Malachi. So Malachi, I want to read Jasher twelve. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna get Malachi to start reading from twelve from from twelve fourteen until I tell him to stop. But <clears throat> I want you all to understand and set the scene. Abraham, when he was younger, Nimrod wanted to kill him. You know, uh, baby. Tarak had Tarak actually had one of his killed one of his. Uh, uh, had one of his handmaiden sons killed instead of Abraham, and he had, he hid Abraham. But Abraham came back to his father's house as a, as an older person, and a, you know, of course, Nimrod didn't know him, but Abraham knew Yah, and so he did some things that was not pleasing to Nimrod and hurt his father. So, but he had faith. So, so Malachi started Jesse twelve, beginning verse fourteen, and read it loud with zeal. And Tarak answered the king, because my tender feelings were excited for my son at that time. And I took a son of my handmaid and brought him to the king. And the king said, Who advised you to this? Tell me, do not hide out from me, and then you shall not die. And Tarak was greatly terrified in the king's presence. And he said to the king, It was Haran, my eldest son, who advised me to this. And Haran was in those days that Aaron was born two and thirty years old. But okay, Haran... So now, so now Tarak is before Nimrod. <coughs> Tarak is before Nimrod. And... Uh, <clears throat> He he's afraid because you know he 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 has to confess what he just done what we just said about what he did to his his handmaiden son Abraham and Abraham you know he killed those he he destroyed and broke those idols he couldn't kill them because they had never had life but he broke them and destroyed them uh, and so Tarak go tell on him and that and that Abraham making him um I'm excuse me Nimrod making him confess now check this right here out Tarak lied. He lied on his own. He lied on his son Haran. And Tarak was greatly terrified of the king's presence. The king's presence, and he said to the king, "It was Haran, my eldest son, who advised me to do this." And Haran was in those days. I was born uh, two and thirty years old. So he was thirty-two years old. Abraham was born, and, and Tarak, you know, lied on him. But Haran did not advise his father of anything. For Tarak said. For Tarak uh, said this to the king in order to deliver his soul from the king, for he feared greatly. And the king said to Tarak, Haran, your son who advised you uh, to this shall die through fire with Avram. Uh, for the sentence of death is upon him for having rebelled against the king's desire and doing this thing. And look at this, you all. Verse 18 is important, so Christian to this. It says, And Haran at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Avram, but kept it within himself. See, it's one thing I want to say that you can't keep within yourself when you walk into the truth. See, the adversary don't want us to grow up and to become who we are in Yah. He wants to hide things, not offend people. Want us to uh, be secretive, you know, and at times follow, you know, a uh, fear or even be afraid. But if you're going to be this ground of Yah and you're going to walk in the ways of Abraham, or, or if you're going to claim yourself to be the seed of Abraham, you have to have that faith because that's how you produce. So, um, when you look at it, um, 
Verse 18 says again, And Haran at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Abram, but he kept it within himself. And Haran said in his heart, Behold, now the king has seized Abram on account of these things, which Abram did. And it shall come to pass that if Abram prevailed over the king, I will follow him. But if the king will prevail, I will go after the king. And when Terah had spoken to the king concerning Haran his son, the king ordered Haran to be seized with Abram. Now listen, Haran said, look here, if Abram can overcome, let me believe. But let me tell you something. The scripture says clearly, see, the scripture, the, the, the scripture clearly tells us we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. So you can't look at somebody else's walk to determine your own walk because you might go before them. So you got to have your own relationship. You got to believe y'all for yourself. And you can't necessarily believe y'all because somebody else believe. People always say com comparison. You know, I, I, I'm not like you or, you know, or, or like some at times, you know, I'm not like my dad. Well, let me explain something to you clearly so you have better understanding. You don't have to be like another person. My sons do not have to be like me. I don't have to be like Abraham. Or, or as far as, I'm not Abraham. I'm not David. You know, but and, and, and the scripture clearly shows us that the most high is no respecter of persons. So 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 it don't matter who you are, be you. You you, you gotta be sincere, you gotta have faith, you gotta trust in Yah and be yourself. Because he know you. Just like he told Jeremiah, he said, Don't say I'm a boy or a kid. Before I formed you in the belly of in, in, in the belly of your mother's womb, I knew you. I've already given you a purpose. So you got to be able to understand that, that when you want to come to the Most High Yah, even though you are the seed of Abraham and you follow that same pattern, that faith means you, you have that faith like Abraham, does not mean you got to be Abraham. You be yourself because Yah is no respecter of persons. People say, you know, he don't give favor, he, he give favor. He don't give favor. He don't treat nobody different. The things you have in the natural, because they seem to be more than someone else in the natural, don't mean that y'all favors them more than you. Or y'all loves them more than you. Y'all knows it's with every individual. Y'all is no respecter of persons. Praise y'all. So anyway, uh, look here. Verse 21 says, And they brought them both, Arvind and Haran, his brother, to cast them into the fire. And all the inhabitants of the land of the king's service and princes and all the women and little ones were there standing that day over them. And the king's servants took Ivor and his brother and they stripped them of all their clothes except their lower garments which were up on them. And they bound their hands and feet with linen, of course. And the servant of the king lifted them and cast them both into the furnace. And Yahuwah loved Ivor uh, and he had compassion over him. And Yahuwah came down and delivered Ivor from the fire and he was not burned. But all the cords with which they bound him were burned. And Aaron remained and walked about in the fire. Uh, 26 says, And Haran died when they had cast him to the fire, and he was burned to ashes. For his heart was not mature. His heart was not whole. His heart was not tall mean. His heart was not perfect with Yahuwah. And those men who cast him into the fire, and the flame of the fire spread over them, and they were burned, and 12 men of them died. So I want to push pause right there. And let me tell you something. You can't allow fear or, or, or looking at someone else to distort your walk. Earlier this week, I heard somebody talking. I know they meant, meant well in their heart. 
But I don't think they understood clearly what they were saying. And it's still, it's not a knock toward them. But you can't, you, 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 you can't use phrases like I'm finna say. You can't use phrases like this. You can't say, I got faith, but. Ain't no buts about it. Ain't, ain't, ain't no if, ain't no ands, and ain't no buts about it. You know what I'm saying? If you have faith, you have faith. Regardless of what you, regardless of you not being able to see the future, regardless of you being uncertain, your faith is not in your circumstances. It's not in the trials. It's not in, you know, uh, what you're dealing with. Your faith is in Yahuwah, Yah. So regardless of what you face, you have to have faith in his word. Now, somewhere along the line, Avram grew in his relationship with Yah. And Avram wanted to be like the Most High Yah. He wanted to be Kodesh. He wanted to live a right life. He didn't want to be deceived by the weakness of his own heart. So when he prays to Yah in Jubilees 12, it's a better, it's, 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 it's a little bit more detailed uh, than Genesis 12. But <clears throat> in Jubilees 12, Avram prays to the Most High and he, 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 he asked him, should I go into my father's house or should I leave? Because they're seeking my face here. But I don't want to go. I don't want to go astray. I don't want to follow my own heart. I don't want to live, you know, basically in our day and time. I don't want to live in sin. I don't want, I do not want to displease you. So once I respond to him, say, look here, leave from your father's house and go to a place that I'm going to show you, you know. He makes a covenant. He's going to bless those who bless him, curse those who curse him. You know, he's going to be with him. He also told them this. He told the man that came to unlock Avram's tongue and give to him the language he, he, he uh, created the world with. That he pulled away from the Tower of Babel. And the language that the Most High created the world with is the Emirate language. The, the, the word Hebrew is how we know it. Hebrew is a Latin word. But it's an Emirate language, or, how, or as we know in today's terms, Hebrew language. Because Hebrew is a concrete language. And when it's spoken out, is action carried with it. So Avram was the first Hebrew. Some folks say, you know, well, it means to cross over. Well, listen here. Let me say this right here. Avram was not the first one to cross over. Uh-oh, controversy. He couldn't have been. He was taught by Noah. He didn't learn his own. Noah taught him and Shem and Ebrahim. You understand know what I'm saying to you? So Avram had somebody to teach him. So Avram was not the only one that was seeking Yah. And he definitely was not the only one on the planet seeking Yah. But the Most High loved him and made a covenant with him. And so when he gave when he gave him the Hebrew language, that means that Avram started doing with an understanding Yah's word. He walked by faith like Yah walks. What do I mean? How can I prove that? Well, let's, let me prove that to you. Let's go to Hebrews eleven. <laughs> we, I, you know, we can precept it. No, let me put it on Yah's screen. Everything's done by faith. Everything is done by faith. Hebrews 11 and 1, I was just going to read from verse 1. I was going to go to verse 3, but we're going to go to verse 1. It says, now faith, now trust is the substance of things hoped for. What's the substance? Faith. Your faith is also the evidence of things not seen. Seen. Believing the word above what you see, but believing the word 
and walking in obedience while the word manifests in your life that was already spoken. Not allowing what it looks like to get the best of you. So what do I mean that often, that, that often walk by faith like y'all? Because y'all walk by faith. I'm going to show you. Verse 2 says this, For by it the elders obtain a good report. And the first elder we're going to talk about is the Ancient of Days. Yahuwah. Verse 3 I want to get to. It says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the what? Word of Elohim. So that things which are seen were not made out of things which do appear. So Yahuwah said, let there be in the word performed in the actions. So Yah's word performed, his, performed what he said to do. Yah said, let there be the word created. Okay, let me, let me fix it. In the beginning, Elohim, the word Elohim means mighty ones. The word El means mighty one. Don't mean God like we think in the English language. It's a mighty one. It means mighty. Elohim is mighty ones. El should die is almighty one. He's almighty one. He's the almighty one. Yahuwah, he speaks. And he believes that what he says is going to come to pass by authority. So when he speaks, things get to moving. So when he spoke, Yahushua, the word began to move. And when the word began to move, it brought into being that which Yah had spoken. What are you talking about? Let's go to John. And we're going to get to our lesson. I'm just trying to set some things up. because uh, we, We're here to dispel the adversary. He's a liar. Got people's views distorted. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with Elohim, the mighty ones, and the word was Elohim. Now, it don't say the word was God, because then you would start having a misunderstanding, like most religious folk do, thinking of this foolishness called the Trinity. Because that word God is not the, is not the word that's there. And in the Greek, it says theos, it still means a magistrate. Let's just look at the word God in Greek then. Theos. Magistrate. So now, so Yahushua is not the father. Yahushua is a mighty one. Uh, when you look at in the Hebrew in some of these books, you see these words like El Moshe, El Aharon, El Abraham, El Sarah. And that, that don't mean God Moses. It means mighty one Moses. Or the mighty one Abraham, or the mighty one. Why? Because that was the patriarchs and the leaders and the mediators. So they was the mighty ones who we looked up to. Those who even had authority over us. So, 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 so now, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with Elohim, and the word was Elohim. You have a magistrate there. You have more than one being operating. And the same was in the beginning with Yah, with El. All things were made by him. But by what? 
by the word. All things are made by the word based on what the Father spoke. So he walks by faith himself. Which way, which, which, which way you can. You speak his word. Mm. You don't speak your own word. You don't name it and claim it. Turn the fan on. That's your own word. You respond to his word. And when you do that, then you have victory. You have success because you are about what he says. Another example is Genesis 17. Uh, when he, when he, when he uh, came to Avram, he changed his name. He said, walk before me and be thou tau mean. The word perfect is the Hebrew word tau mean. He said, walk before me and be thou whole. He made a covenant before Abraham. Abraham walked by faith. So when you look at Romans 4, it says that he did not consider his own body being dead. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Because what, what his body looked like and what the word said was different. The body said you don't work no more. The body said you're impotent. Your mind telling you, you know what? You're impotent. You don't work anymore. Your heart telling you, you're impotent. You don't work anymore. Sarah's wound is dead. But Yah's word said, be thou town mean. I'm going to make you a son. He go, I'm going to my covenant through him with your wife. So Romans 4 said, he did not consider his own body being what? Dead. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he was strong in his faith, his trust. So he put forth action. Why? Because he was fully persuaded. That what y'all had promised, he was able to do. So now to be this ground, to be this good ground that, I'm, that, I'm, that I want to deal with, we have to have faith. We have to walk in patience. And we got to be obedient to the word of y'all. We got to be the good ground. Today, instead of me using Matthew, I'm going to go to Luke and read, and read about the, the parable of the uh, sowing seed. So Luke 84 says this, And when much people were gathered together and would come to him, out of every city he spoke a parable. Spoke a parable. Most people kept together together to him out of every city. Spoke a parable. He says this, <clears throat> And so when I saw went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls came and devoured it. And some fell upon the rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it went away. Because it lacked moisture. It didn't have anything to water it. It had no substance in it, no nutrients. And the some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked it. And others fell on the good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he said, uh, and, when, and when he had said these things, he cried, Shema! He that has an ear, let him hear. This is intelligently. Let him understand, perceive what was being said. Then he began to get the purpose of the parables, and he referenced uh, uh, Isaiah and also Psalm 78 about, you know, those who don't, those who are. Um, uh, see, but they don't see understanding. He's dealing with them because he's dealing with a people. You know what I'm trying to say? Who are uh, who are uh, did not regard Yah. So they were dull of hearing. They had no understanding. 
The horse was callous. Verse eight, verse ten says this, and it says to them, uh, "It is given uh, to know the. It, it is given unto you, uh, unto you. It is given to know the, the mysteries or the dark speeches, the mysteries of the kingdom of Yahuwah or Elohim. But to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and on hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this." The seed is the word of Yah or, or, or of Elohim. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then comes the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. That's Haran. Haran said, Abraham, believe I believe. You can't look at Abraham and govern your life. If you look at Abraham, you want to want Yah. Not Abraham. You can't make it in on Abraham's faith. You can't make it in on faith like Abraham's. Yeah. Abraham had his faith. You got to have your faith. According to the scripture, Abraham is given a measure of faith. And we grow from faith to faith, extreme to extreme. But you got to exercise that faith, especially if you're going to walk with Yah. And you're going to go through trials and tests. Life is going to show up. You know, I, I, I used to always, you know, I, I still don't like going through trials. I still don't like going through tests. I don't like nothing bad happening to me. I don't like challenges. I don't like being sick or, or anyone being sick. I don't like having, you know, problems at times financially. I don't like having disagreements at times with my wife. No, I don't. But guess what you are? Sometimes things are going to come in your life that you just don't like. Sometimes you might cause your own trouble or trouble just might arrive at your doorstep because life is going to show up. And if we do not have Yah's word with us, we're not going to be able to make it in this life. We're going to fall. We're going to be burnt up in the fire because our focus is on the wrong person. Our focus is in the wrong place. You have to remember, Haran didn't understand him and Abraham was both going through the same fire. They both finna go in. Both of their lives were on trial. But what ground was Haran? What ground was Abraham? Peter says, beloved, think it not strange when you, you know, face these fiery trials. You know, don't be tripping as though some strange thing has happened to you. But you got realize you got brothers all over the world going through the same thing. I want Peter got that from. The same, you got folks going through the same thing you're going through. You don't know how they feel. You know how you feel. So your focus can't be on them. It's got to be in the most high. He says this. He said, uh, the seed that fell among the wayside uh, is those that heard the word. They hear. As soon as they hear, the adversary is going to come. But he took away the word out of their hearts. Let's just believe and be saved. 
the adversary gonna show up. That's a uh, a pattern we see in the Torah. Genesis uh two and Genesis three. A pattern we see in the Basora, i.e. Matthew three and Matthew four. When 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 Yahushua when your uh, speaks from the heaven and says Yahushua this is my beloved son whom I well please. The first word the adversary said to Yahushua is, "If you are the son of Yah, turn these stones." So 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 listen here. When the, if the adversary is going to attack Adam and Eve by saying, you know, uh, it is, it, you can have any tree in this garden except for that tree, and they, even that tree becomes certain that you're going to die. Uh, the Elohim really say, "You should not even that tree." He he lied. He wants you to be like him. See, the adversary is going to always attack you. Pull up 1 Kings 13, you was going to go to there. The adversary is going to always attack you with that word that Yah speaks to you. He, the most I'm going to tell you some stuff. Your faith is going to be challenged. It may sound ridiculous. It may be gut-busting funny to other folks. Are you still going to be able to stand? So before I give my next example, I'm going to Isaiah give you the example of 1 Kings 13 of the word Yah gave to even his prophets. Go ahead. 1 Kings 13, starting at verse 1. And behold, there came a man of Elohim out of Judah by the word of Yah unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of Yahuwah and said, O altar, altar, thus saith Yahuwah, behold, a child shall be born into the house of David, Yoshiahu by name, upon thee, and upon thee he shall offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which Yahuwah hath spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And it came to pass when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of Elohim, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it again into him. Mm. The altar was also rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of Elohim had given by the word of Yahuwah. And the king answered and said unto the man of Yah, Entreat now, entreat now the face of Yahuwah thy El, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of Elohim besought Yahuwah, and the king's hand was restored again, and became as it was before. And the king said unto the men of Elohim, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. And the men of Elohim said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For it was charged me by the word of Yah, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So he went another way, and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Okay, now listen to this. Now, these grounds... That we're dealing with has nothing to do with how long you've had salvation. Has nothing to do with who you are. See, the adversary is deceiving. Ain't nothing about no titles. Ain't, ain't nothing about no titles in the kingdom of Yah. I don't care. See, the man be telling you lies. You know, the apostle above the prophet. The prophet, you know, they, they put rights up. That's a lie. Scripture says again, Yah is nourishing the persons. 
So he don't care about you being no prophet, no apostle, no pastor, teacher, evangelist. He don't care about you having no money, millionaire, billionaire, zillionaire, trillionaire, whichever one is the most. It means nothing. It's your obedience when it comes to his word. Are you able to stand on that? No matter how long you've been had salvation. 100 years? Two years. We see right here, this man right here, let's find out what kind of ground he was, because guess what? This man right here heard a word from y'all. Y'all gave this man instructions. Y'all said, look here, man, when you go here, don't eat none there. Don't drink none there, and don't go the same way you came. Don't come in the same way you went. Go another way. This was, that was the word that y'all spoke to that man. That man going there, nigga, get the prophesied. All kind of stuff started happening. All the, all the move out of control. The man trying to grab a man's arm just dropped. He couldn't even move the arm. No, he just long. He was just <laughs> moving around, you know, struggling. You know, and um, they had to pray. The man asked him, you know, if you would, uh, you know, come on back and eat. No, nah, I can't. Man said, look here. Then what he said. And the man, and the man of Elohim. 13a says to the king, if you would give me half your house, both both speaking at him, half your house. You know, uh, if you would give me, you know, um, half your house, I would not go in with you. And I definitely ain't gonna eat. Neither would I eat nor drink water in this place. That's what he said. Sound pretty bold, right? Mm -hmm. So he might he, he might he, he might not be he may not be the, the wayside ground. He might be uh the good ground. I mean excuse me, uh the stony ground. Right. We're gonna find out. Or the or, 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 or the thorny ground. Read, read start verse eleven. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his son came and told him all the works that the men of Elohim had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken unto their father. And their father said, Unsons had seen what way the men of Elohim went, when, which came from Judah. And he said unto his sons, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rolled thereon. And he went after the men of Elohim, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of Elohim that came from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread, nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said unto me by the word of Yah, thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way which thou camest. He said unto him, I am a prophet also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of Yahuwah, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. So he went back with him and did eat bread in this house and oh. drank water. So now look here now. My man says, you know, uh, he said to him, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And an angel mm. spake unto me by the word of Yah, saying, bring him back. Listen, you can't always go see, that's, that, that's the deception. You can't always listen to these little false teachers. You know, 
God got to tell me first. No. When the Most High called Samuel, he didn't tell Eli he was calling Samuel. He called Samuel. Most High ain't got to tell nobody first before he talked to you. That's you and his relationship. He's your father. The only mediator we have is Yahushua HaMashiach. Not pastor such and such. Apostle Willie Wonklong. Prophetess Tushiba. No. Yah is your father. He speaks to you. He gives you the instruction. We obey. We don't fall apart and, 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 uh, because somebody told us some foolishness. You got to know for yourself. If Yah gave you a word and somebody else going tell you something different, you the, at least if you confuse, pray. And don't move till Yah responds. And if he don't respond to you, don't move. Do what he said. Mm -hmm. Don't go on what somebody told you. Because that can get you in trouble. The man says, an angel told me to tell you, tell me to go get him. Verse 1 says, the man cried. And he cried to the man of Elohim that came from Judah, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, for much as, as thou hast disobeyed my, the mouth of Yahuwah, and has, not, and has not kept the commandment, which, which uh, Yahuwah commanded thee, thou camest back and hast eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which Yahuwah did say to thee, eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come to the sepulchre of thy fathers. Thanks. And it came to the place that he had eaten bread after he had drunk that he sat that he sat for him to ask to wait for the prophet whom he had brought back. And he and when he was gone, a lion met him. Lion killed Judah. A lion met him <laughs> by the way and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way. And the ass stood by it. And the lion also stood by the carcass. Now look at him. That man died by listening to someone else said for y'all. So my advice, uh, so my, my, my point is proven that when y'all speaks the word, the adversaries are going to always try to challenge that word. The adversary wants to, wants to devour you. He wants to kill you. The scripture says the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Yehusha says, I am come that they may have life and they have it more abundantly. You got to make a decision on what you want. Do you want abundant life or do you want to be killed, still, and destroyed? And so went after so you see, as he sold some secret by the wayside, he said it was trodden down. The adversary tries to step on the word. He tries to compress it, tries to make it unable to go into you. When soil is compacted, when seeds are crushed, they crumble apart. You can't put it under that soil because it's compacted. So you got to be worked up. You got to be worked and, 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 and tilled and, and, and broken up. Aerated in order to have that seed on the inside of you. And you got to be able to stand flat footed on the word of Yah and not allow somebody to steal it from you. Because if you do, it could very well cost you your life. It can also cost others their lives. 
It can also kind of hurt your hurt your um hmm witness. Remember him that he already told the king. Mm. Well, y'all said, but he did some opposite. So remember what you're doing, though. See, here it is. Pay attention. Let's go to Deuteronomy 13. See, the adversary is cunning and crafty because a lot of people and tell them, you know, about us not having to, you know, uh, obey Yah's Torah. Mm -hmm. But you do have to obey Yah's Torah. What scriptures they say about the prophet come doing these things? Verse one. Okay, thank you. Listen to this and look at this and pay attention. It says, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give thee a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder uh, come to pass. And the sign or the wonder uh, come to pass. Where have he speaking to thee? Saying, let us go. After other Elohim which I has not known, and let us serve them, thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For Yahuwah your Elohim proved you to know whether you love Yahuwah with all your heart or with all your soul. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying that um that um the man trying to get them to go astray. I'm saying out of all the stuff he's doing, he still disobeyed Yah. He could have blew his witness. Uh, verse 4 says this. Ye shall walk after Yahuwah your Elohim and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and cleave unto him. So when you hear the word of Yah spoken to you, listen, get an understanding of what's being spoken to you. Don't let the adversary come and take from you because believe me, he is going to try to challenge you. He's going to challenge the word that y'all spoke. Whatever the word y'all spoke into your life. You can't be discouraging quick. Let's go to my next one. You can't get discouraged and stop because of, you know, uh, what you're going through. Verse 7 says this, and some, we go to the, we go to, to, to the rock in a minute. But verse 7 says this, and some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked it. Verse 14 says this, and they, and that which fell among the thorns are they which have heard the word go forth and are choked with the cares of, and, riches, and riches and pleasures of this life. They hear the word. They go forth. And when they go forth, guess what? They get choked. The, the, the thorns choke them. The thorns are the cares and the riches of this life. The thorns are you 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 you, you concerned about what somebody say. Mm. How they feel about you. Trials you go through. Family leaving you, calling you crazy. Let me explain something to you. That's why it's always good to get an understanding. That way you won't grow bitter in your heart. You won't get discouraged and stop. Because you'll understand it's not your family, it's the adversary. Mm -hmm. 
See, to get an understanding, the scripture says this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and all kinds of authorities and powers, right? And spiritual weakness in high places. So once you start obeying Yah, and we just we just said that once you start obeying Yah, he gives you a word, the adversary is going to attack you. This is a spiritual warfare. He ain't trying to play foul of who he attack you through. Let me ask you a question. Do you think your heart care about your knee when he give you a heart attack? Mm -hmm. Your heart ain't concerned about your legs. You know how many folks have had heart attacks and failed? Your heart don't care if you walking down the road or driving in the car. When your heart attacks you, your heart attacks you. And any other illness in your body. The adversary is watching a heart attack when it comes to some of us. He's trying to kill you all. He don't care if it comes to your children. He don't care if it comes to your spouse. He ain't care if it comes through, you know, your parents. He don't, he, he's going to bring it. What you have to do is get an understanding that your wrestle is not against flesh and blood. And you have to understand that when y'all speak, the absence is going to automatically attack that word that y'all spoke. You got to know these things. So you got to be able to understand what kind of ground you're going to be. Because the thorny ground are those we heard when we started growing up in the world. We started growing in the word. The seed, the seed got on the inside. The seed got on the inside. The ground got worked a little bit. Look here. They, they, they tilled the ground a little bit. Put a little water, made a little money. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got it soft. Dug a little feet, however the seed was to go, and put it in there and cover that thing up. You hear me? But, 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 but what they did was, even though they broke the ground up, the plant you in the place, the ground wasn't cleared off. You didn't clear yourself off. You didn't clean things out of your life. You didn't get rid of things that can actually choke out the word in you. And so when folks start breaking up those things that were still in your life, and you was preaching to it, and you was listening to it, and you was hearing it, and you was trying to grow through that stuff, and you was trying to push on through it, and you trying to get on up through that breathe, it choked the word out of you. It choked the word out of you. You start, you start being caught up on the cares of this life. What's going on around you? You start being caught up on the riches and the pleasure. Money coming. I got to get rich. I got to go have fun. I got to go do my own thing. I got to get out here, man. Because look here, I'm blessed now. I'm going to go out here and do it. I'm blessed by the best. We're taking our steps on Facebook. Look at our with a big old smile with a scripture on the screen. screen on the screen saying, look here, uh, uh, blessed. You know what I'm saying? This is today, Yahuwah. You know, all the deepness. But I ain't got no fruit. I ain't got no kind of uh, 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 stability. I ain't got no kind of fortitude on the inside of you. So when you start growing because you refuse to clean that ground off, when because you refuse to get that stuff out of you, it's going to choke. Oh, look here. You might grow a fruit. But it says this right here. It says, I want y'all to hear this. I'm going to bring some stuff out at you. Because we all deal with it. So let's, just, let, let's, be, let's talk like family. Let's read the whole 14. Let's talk about it real quick. It says, and, we, and that which fell among the thorns are they, which when they hear, have heard the heard, go forth and choke with the cares with the, with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life. It says, and bring forth no and bring uh no fruit to perfection. That means you can grow a little bit. It's growing, but it, 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 ain't, it ain't mature. 
You anybody ever had a little a little small apple that's barely growing? They sour. They get you sick. They get infected. Remember seeing a little small orange that start growing and stop growing? It, it, it's drowning inside. Nobody want to eat from it. It is nasty. <laughs> if that tree can cut down. Mm -hmm. You ever seen somebody with a little, little, little patience? A little temperance? You know, we, 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 we humble okay, until we get mad. We're humble while it's going good. But when the pressure comes, you know, we forget that humility. We, it's easy to quote, you know, a soft answer. You know, trust away wrath when you, when, when, when you ain't upset. Everything going well in your life. But, ooh, let them say the wrong thing to you. You say, I don't give a damn about nobody. Oh, I thought you was full of salvation. You know what I'm saying? You start, damn in the country of this, you said as an example. You start saying and doing things that you should not do because the fruit that was in you, it didn't grow. So you lose that temperance. You lose that meekness. You lose that gentleness. You lose that long suffering. You lose that patience. You lose that forbearance. You lose the fruit of the Ruach because you are not growing yourself into maturity because you won't clear your ground off. You won't, you, you, you won't get rid of the things that's choking that thing out of you. You gotta hold on to it. Instead of you working on what you need to be doing. Verse 15 says this. This is what I want to get to. It says, but 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 that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart. Having heard the word, keep it, shamar, and bring forth fruit with patience. Let's start from the beginning. It says, but they, but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart. That don't mean, yes, I said, brother, I'm going to give you $20 back. I'm honest gentleman. I'm <laughs> honest Abe. Vote for me. No. Let me explain to you what that means. First John 1. Let me say this right here. It says uh this then is the if the this then is the message which you have heard, I'm explaining to you, which you have heard of him and and, 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 and declare unto you. The Elohim is or he's light, he's illumination, he's knowledge, he's understanding. And in him is no darkness at all, right? If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, what would we do? And the truth is not in So now, when you hear the word, you got to receive it in the honest and the good. You can't be lying no more. You got to tell the truth now. I'm really in him. I'm really living for him. That's got to be real in your life. If we in him. You got to be this kind of ground. You got to tell the truth. But hold on, let me finish. Uh, but if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Yahushua Hamashiach, his son, cleanses us from all sins. But if we're not honest, verse 8, but if we say that we have no sin, 
And guess what we do? We deceive ourselves. And the truth or, or his word, the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him to be a liar. And his word is not in us. So listen here. If you if if if, if you're gonna be the good ground, you gotta be honest. You gotta tell it all. You know, one thing the adversary does to us is try to make us be quiet. But in order to receive the word of Yah, you know, and to defend it, you gotta have an honest and a good heart. You gotta tell the truth about where you at. You gotta tell the truth about what you've done. You gotta be straight to the point, honest with Yah. Remember this, listen to this well. Yahushua HaMashiach came to forgive us of all sin, intentional sin. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's, that means he's redeemed us from death. We now have forgiveness for intentional sin. Things we do on purpose. For example, I eat, and I'm not getting nobody no visa because we never should never do this, but whatever you've done maliciously, intentionally, you did it on purpose, you meant it, murder. He forgave you. He'll forgive you. But you got to confess it. You know, maybe you've done something like that to somebody, you hit their body. Yeah, you need to tell now. Confess, tell the truth now. Because you did, you will come to the truth. Yes, you may have to face that consequence. But now you got to be honest. If you've been accused of molesting somebody, they, you, they say you, you know you did it. Tell the truth now. I know it's kind of difficult. It's real. Tell the truth. If you lied, if you've stolen from somebody, something important, your mama and him, you took some money, you come from nothing. Tell the truth now. Because then you got to be honest. Then you got to have that good heart. Because when you hear this word, then you got to defend it. That word keep. In, 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 in the Greek, what it means. It means the same thing. In the Hebrew, the different word is the word Kentio, what does it mean? It means to have, to hold, to keep, to possess, to retain, to seize on, to take, to hold. In the Hebrew, it's the Hebrew word shamar. It means to guard, to defend, to protect. Because once that word is put on the side of you, you have to protect that word, and you got to defend that word, and you can't let things, that's the, the secrets, and things that's not honest, block and push that word out of you. See, all the grounds can be on the same plane. All the grounds just give different reactions to the, to, to the seed based on the ground. See, all the ground can be worked up. All the ground can be can, can, can be fallow ground and worked up. All the ground can have seeds on there, but only one ground is going to grow. That's got to be the good ground. And the good ground is the person that heard the word and understood it. Understood what it takes. See, I don't think that we really understand by being this ground. Just like, you know, us, you know, in the body of Messiah, how we just despise one another. We talk about each other all the time. We got all kind of camps going on. I'm not, I'm not in the camp. No, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in the camp. You know, I'm, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I pastor an assembly. I don't care if you're OCG, IUCC, whatever. We brothers. And I ain't going to be your enemy. 
You know, you know, maybe you're from another state than me. You know, people in Chicago act different than folks in New York. Folks in New York act different than people in Los Angeles. Los Angeles folks act different than people in Texas. People in Texas act different than folks in Colorado. People in Colorado act different than folks in New Hampshire or D.C. D.C. than Huntsville, Alabama. Everybody got different cultures. Everybody got, got different phrases they use, different words they say. But one thing we got to have in common is we all Israel. So you got to look at the scripture from a whole other perspective. Don't be beside yourself and think when Moses delivered those two to, uh, to, 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 to how many other more million people he delivered. All the folks didn't know each other. Some of the folks that probably never even saw each other. The only understanding they had was there was Israel. So when they saw each other, not knowing each other, they're still my Israelite brother. And according to the scripture, it was one law for everybody. One Torah. You know, uh, for the Yahudim and, 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 and the Greeks. Even Paul said that, 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 that it's one Torah now. One Ruach and one Messiah, one Master. See, the Most High is no respecter of persons. And we got to have that same character if you want to be set apart and be good ground. So we got to learn how to love our brother whether we know him or not. Whether we understand him or not. I just use these different states to say this. A, a, a person from up north can sound to be rude, but they're not being rude. That's just the culture up there. You're from the south. You're always waving at somebody. You ain't just friendly. That's just the culture down here. And what we need to do is learn how to learn one another. And learn each other and stop that stupidness get us to divide one another. So you got all these folks who want to get on top and want to be pastors and want to be seen. And guess what? The Hamashiach wasn't like that. You know, when you read the scripture, when he turned that fish to uh, them two fish to follow the bread, the, the scripture said they wanted to try to make him a king. Get what he did. He ran away. He ran away and hid himself because he realized it wasn't about him. See, he hid himself. See, 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 let me say something to you about that so I can give you an understanding of it. He, 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 he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's from the bloodline of David. He was just like David. See, Saul was prophesying about how he was going to oppress mm -hmm. your people. But see, David realized it wasn't about him, see. David made it, made, it, made it bigger than him. And when David did make it about him, he sinned against Jah. And when he sinned against Yah by having Uriah killed, he repented and made it not about him anymore. Then he said, you know, if you if you would have mercy on me and clean me and make it right, I would teach sinners your way. You know, I show transgressions, you know, I help them out. See, he he was not a man about himself. See, David could have ran when the lion came to eat the sheep. But David didn't make it about him. David thought the sheep to be bigger than his own life. And his father's sheep. He loved his father too. So he fought the sheep. The lion, excuse me, the lion. He put his hands on the bear. And he killed him with his own hands. And when he went to fight Goliath, he was only on a mission to go see what his brothers were doing from instructions from his father. But when he got there, he heard that tall, stanky man over there, uncircumcised. Philistine, you know, blaspheming Yahuwah and blaspheming the arms of Yasharal. And he wasn't trying to stand for that. He was trying to defend his father. 
And, and, and times in our life when we see the adversary trying to creep up, where he's attacking y'all or us or people, we respond to the adversary. And not the person. What do I mean? Let me say it like this right here then. When you want to get mad at me and talk crazy to me, I should be mature enough to begin to pray in front of you. Start catching the devil out and don't even attack you back. Not like that. Just pray. Because I realize I'm, I'm in a fight. And I got to learn how to see them smoke screen and have an understanding that you are not my enemy. That I have an enemy that the most high was going to tell me to love you. So when I'm going to tell me to love you, the enemy going to try to make you get mad at me and make me want to hate you. And I can't do that. I got to respond with wisdom. See, at times in our lives, we lack discernment. See, the most high calls us a half-love ministry. So in a half-love ministry, we've had many people come into this ministry to try to bring division and even leave us alone, even talk about us. You know what? Sometimes that bothers you. But you know, I've grown to learn to love them anyway. And I can see that, you know what? If y'all choose to have a half-love ministry, of course the adversary is going to try to come in and bring that Start that up. So what we got to do is stay focused. Persevere. Walk in faith. Don't get weary in doing well. But we got to develop a prayer life to get an understanding what shall I do and allow y'all to take vengeance on our enemy. We got to be good ground. Because you're going to go, see, let me tell you something. Every ground goes to get the same thing. Every ground going to be stepped on, trodden on, it's going to have stuff on it, but guess what? You got to move that stuff and get that stuff worked out. Go ahead, Isaiah, so I can come back to John. Hallelujah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, dealing with a couple of things. Dealing mm -hmm. with uh, thorny ground. I was looking at 1 Samuel 15, verse 10 through uh, 29, but not to read it. So we know what Saul did. He disobeyed the word of Yah, and uh, it was told Samuel that mm -hmm. it hurt Yah's fit, or he it repenteth Yah that he made Saul king. Because he disobeyed him, and when Saul went to go see the problem, he heard not only the sheep, but he also saw King Agag, the king of the Amalekites, who Yah told Saul to slay everybody. But for the fear of the people, he disobeyed the word of Yah, and he kept the, the best of the sheep to quote-unquote sacrifice. But Samuel here with, uh, is not sacrifice, excuse me, is not obedience better than sacrifice, so that just goes to prove that Saul was thorny ground because he did not get those cares uh, that he was worried about and let other lusts enter in of not only the sheep but also making an alliance with the king because why else would you keep a king alive? And also, uh, I remember the thorns. That Song of Solomon 2 15 says, Catch for us the little foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyard, our vineyard that are in the bloom. So it just reminds me that we have to clear out our vineyard, we have to clear out our ground because if we don't, it's the little foxes, aka the thorns, that are going to spring up with our uh, vines and begin to choke out our vines, which are supposed to be fruitful, that make our fruit to no perfection, make our apples small, make our oranges bitter, make our pears look dirty, make our pears have worms in them. So we have to catch the little foxes while they're little and while they're in the while, while they're young, because when they grow up with us, they're deep in us and that's deep rooted within us. We're not going to want to get rid of them when we're fully grown. Oh. You got you you, you you gotta get you um you got, you, got, you gotta get you a a, 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 a spiritual um BB gun. 
you know, and, and um, you got to be able to shoot them foxes when you see them around them vines. And in order for you, get, in order for you to get, to get you um, a, a, a spiritual BB gun, uh, and, 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 and to shoot these um, these foxes to try to destroy the vine, you got to be looking. You got to pay attention. You got to have discernment because you want to be able to shoot and kill that fox. So it's power in paying attention. It's power in looking. It's power in watching so the adversary can't kill out of your life, you know, what Yah wants to put into your life. You know, we have to be able to hear the word of Yah and to keep it. You know, a seed, Yahushua says, unless a seed goes to the ground and die, it abides alone. That seed that's going to come to you is precious. And you got to be patient for the seed to grow. Because seeds don't grow overnight. If the most I tell you you're going to be a certain thing or you're going to do a certain thing, you have to trust that word. See, it's the faith like Abraham. See, Abraham received a word. Let's go to Genesis. When the Most High called, when the Most High called Abraham in Genesis twelve, and he gave him a promise, verse four says this: So Abraham departed, as Yahuwah had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed out of Haran. He was how old? Seventy-five. He was seventy-five years old when the Most High made him a promise. He won 21. He was how old? 75. He was 75 years old. Mosiah spoke to Abraham. He went through a lot of stuff. He had rescued Lot. Lot. Uh, Y'all tell Zim to give. I'm, I'm going to give you a son. And this ain't going to be your seed. Abraham, he was immature. So what did he do? He, went, uh, he was immature from that perspective. He went and, and, and told his wife and slept with Hagar. He didn't consult Yah. He just said, well, hey, God, he caused rocks. He caused trouble in his life. He had a son of Israel. Hey, God began to despise um, Sarah. The scripture, says, the scripture says that she browbeat Hagar. When you look in the Hebrew, it means she put her hands on her. She beat her up. She jumped on her. Hagar had to take off running. Hit the high. She's in there high. The Malachim said, hey, God, where you going? He saw. Y'all had to send her back to the Malachim. Get on back. Then told her she's going to have a baby. This, this, that was Abraham was 85 years old. When y'all told him that. He was, 86, he was 86 when Ishmael was born. It's 11 years later. He still had to grow in his favor because that wasn't the seed. He had to go through things in his life. He's 99 years old. When when uh Yah appears before him and told him to be tell me. So Romans 4 and 1 says this: What shall we say then that our father Abraham pertained to the flesh and found? For Abraham was justified by works, 
Have you wear of the glory, but not for Elohim? For what's it the scripture? Abraham believed Elohim, and it was counted to him, unto him for righteousness. That's Genesis 15. He believed it. I'm going to have a son. He kind of moved a little wrong, but what happened? Said, well, hey, God. But he believed him. He had faith. He trusted him. I'm going to go do it. Now, to him that worketh, it's a reward, not record of the grace, but of the debt. See, Abraham went, but what he did, Hagar could, Hagar could conceive. Abraham, Abraham wasn't intimate. Easy to have a son. See, the hard part was to go get with your wife and have a baby. Mm. Easy part to get, to get with Hagar. And see, when y'all speak to you, you can't always be persuaded by other folks to do things. You got to sit on y'all's word alone. His wife told him to have a baby. His wife turned on him with the woman. She got to go. So you can't listen to your wife or your husband or your siblings or your brother or the other prophet where y'all gives you a word because they can cause you your life. They can cause you trouble. We just seen two witnesses. The first witness was the prophet first King 13. The second witness was Sarah. Hagar. It caused trouble. You have to hear this word that's spoken to you by Yah. And you gotta guard it. See, it ain't by your it, 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 it ain't by your words as far as the faith. It's by Yah. It's by Yah. Abraham got to the place of maturity. He had to go through life. But guess what? The Most High, again, is no respect of persons. Y'all understands your flaws. He know your shortcomings. He know your mindset. He know how you think. He is going to allow you to make decisions, even if they're bad, because he's going to work them out for you. Because all things Work together for the good of us who love Yah, who are called according to his purpose. See, he don't change his mind about you for the things you go through. He grow you up. I.e., example, Moses. The scripture says that Moses was the meekest man over all the earth. But Moses murdered a man. Jubilees 12, excuse me, Jubilees, I've got one chapter. 47. 47 talks about, talks about uh, Moses killing the man. When well, Amalak is telling him what he did. I can imagine how Moses' mind felt. When that man told him, when that Malachim told him that. Because Moses hid him and buried him and thought he got away with it. But the man told him that. But the scripture still tells you in Numbers 12 that Moses was the meekest man over all earth. You can't be meek with that on the inside of you. So clearly Moses had. Uh, had to be remorseful. So we're going to we, we, we're going to dispel a lie right quick, and we're going to get back to Romans four. It's a lie out there through these so-called Christian church fathers, <laughs> and through these so-called Christian churches, telling you the L, the God, Ellie, what the Old Testament was mean. <laughs> Wicked and evil did certain things. Didn't have grace. Those men clearly two things. They have they have ever needed to read the Torah or the Tanakh 
or they are on purposely deceiving you. I would rather you take heed to the first and be ignorant than do it on purpose. Because y'all going to judge you for that. You ignorant, you come to the truth of it, you can repent from it. But he's going to judge you for this, trying to mislead folks on purpose. So anyway, what was I saying? It's too, it, it, you, what was I saying? Huh? I'm judging. No, I know that. I'm talking about, okay, well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about your heart. The Elohim of the Old Testament was not evil. He always had compassion. He always had grace. He, he's always had it. Don't pull the scripture out of context. Mm. Moses should have been dead. Mm. David should have been dead. Yeah, Uriah killed. Solomon should have been dead. Mosiah didn't kill David. David loved him. He allowed him to repent. He's always been like that. He didn't kill Solomon because he kept his word to David. Solomon was able to turn too. See, he's always had compassion. said loving kindness. He's always been quick to hear and slow to speak. Or, or slow to anger. He's never been... Wicked and mean. Evil. He's not like that. He accepts you for who you are. All your flaws. He's here. He will discipline you and raise you up and mature you. He will bring you out of the stuff you're in. Develop your mindset. Get your heart in the right place. Get your faith right. He's going to do it to you through life. But he's going to love you, protect you, and defend you as well as discipline you. He's always been like that. So he matures us. He grows us up to be this ground he called us to be. So you look at Romans 4 and 13. It says this. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world. The what? The world. Was not to Abraham or to his seed through the Torah. But through the righteousness of faith. It don't mean you don't follow the Torah. It means this, this, this was given to him before the Torah came. It was his faith. So your faith is going to draw you to the Torah. It's going to cause you to obey Torah because that's Yah's word. It's going to help you to stand. But it's through your trust in what he's saying. You, you, even in the Torah, you can read it all day long. But if you don't have faith in it, it's still not going to profit you nothing. You're going to have faith in Yah's Torah. Without faith, it's impossible to please Yah. It don't mean the Torah is done away with. Your faith is what helps you to obey Torah. Mm -hmm. A lack of faith will cause you to disobey it. For if they, which are of the Torah, be heirs, then faith is made void. And the promise made of none effect. It's just like a man coming to you with an agreement in the natural. Let's say the natural. A man coming to you and tell you, look here, let's do this, let's do that, let's go here. And uh, but he don't show you everything. He has to tell you what he's gonna do for you and the promise. But then when you agree and come to the covenant, then he begin to reveal and open up to you everything. But we gotta agree first. We gotta come into agreement. We gotta come to the covenant first by this believing in me, by this trusting in me, and I'm gonna show you. So it's by your faith that you are able to walk in Torah. That you are able to walk in truth. 
because the Torah work of wrath. For where there's no Torah, there's no transgression. That means the Torah, you're going to see the wrath of Yah if you disobey that. Such as, i.e. example, the man, number 13, 15, gathering sticks on the Shabbat. Mm. He received the wrath of Yah because he didn't have faith. He acted presumptuously and despised Yah's word. So we can't allow the adversary to deceive us in that manner. For therefore it is of faith that it might be of Hesed, loving kindness, grace, to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed. I want to keep on getting to try to spend your verse because we'd be, be all day. All the seed. Not to that only which is of the Torah, but to that which also is of the faith of Abraham, who was the father of us all. As it is written in the Torah that Paul is quoting. <laughs> I have made you a father of many nations before him whom we believe. He believed even Elohim, who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were, who against hope, believe in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. So look at here. Against hope. Sometimes they're trying on the foot. Sometimes them stones, sometimes them thorns can be the against hope part. And you gotta believe, you still gotta have hope. I'm gonna get these stones off of me. I'm gonna move this stone because I ain't had to catch no root right here. Go on, get your spiritual shovel and put it out the way. Go get the spiritual cutters, the diggers, and dig the thorns up. Break up the ground. Break up the stones. Remove that waste from that wayside. Break it up. That, that's your against hope. Against your hope. You still got to believe in the hope. You got to be the good ground. When it seems as if the seeds ain't going to grow, when it seems as if you ain't getting enough water, when it feels like you don't have enough nourishment, you still got to hold on to that seed on the inside of you. So it says, again, when you are against hope, you still got to believe in hope like our forefather Abraham. That he may become the father of many Nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Abraham had a word from Yah. He had a seed spoken to him. He had a word spoken to him. He had a shamar. He had to defend that word. He had to hold on to that word. He could not allow the adversary to pull that word out of him. He got to guard the word. And when you guard the word, you become strong. When that ground is, is, is broken up, when that ground is worked up, when that ground has got the right manure, when the ground got the right fertilizer, the right nourishment on it, it stays. So the scripture says, and being not weak in the faith, being not weak in what I, what I was told, because faith is the substance. The word, that's the faith. It's the substance of the word, the things that we hold for. That faith, your walking, your action, your doing, that's the, uh, the, 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 the evidence of things you don't see yet. And just like Yah spoke, and his word came to pass, and when he spoke it into the world being framed, when Yah speaks to your life, it comes to pass. 
Yah has already proved himself. He can speak things that don't exist and though it already exists. He already proved himself. He can bring things out of the invisible into the visible by speaking it. Because his word carries itself out based on his own actions of his authority. And he's giving you that Hebrew to live out his word as you hear it's being spoken. So it said, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the dead as a Sarah's womb. So he, was, he said he staggered. Now he didn't fall back. He didn't lean to the side. He didn't go. No. He staggered not at the promise of Elohim through a lack of faith, through disobedience, through unbelief. Tell y'all, I, I ain't going to do it. I don't want to believe him. No. You gonna, let me tell you something about this right here, then. If y'all speak to you, and you don't believe him, it seems, I hope you're ignorant about it. Because you know what you're doing, you keep saying you're done all that, that means it seems you have, willingly, you have willingly put yourself in a place for y'all to judge you and to punish you and to deal with you because you don't want to believe what he tells you. Mm. And when you don't want to believe what y'all tells you, you're going to suffer the consequences. You're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with it. So don't, don't let fear get the best of you. Don't let what you're dealing with get the best of you. Don't let how you feel get the best of you. You got to persevere. You got to push. You can't be weak in your faith. You can't be considering your own circumstances. You can't be considering how it feels. It says uh, he considered not his own body now dead. His body was dead. I don't care about my body being dead. That's what he said. When he's around 100 years old. It's 25 years later. He called him at 75, we've learned. He grew in his faith. It didn't happen overnight. But the most I put him in a place that he was going to be able to stand. And if we're going to be in seed, we got to walk that same walk. We're going to go through life. It's going to show up. We're going to make bad decisions. People ain't going to believe in us. Folks going to laugh at us. We're going to even lose friends along the way. Families might turn their back on you. You may have no support from anybody, but if you got a word from the Most High, you better stick and stand onto that word. You can't stagger at the promise of Yah through unbelief. You gotta be strong in your trust. You gotta give Him the esteem. You gotta praise Him, Hallelujah, glory. Anyhow, you gotta seek His kingdom. You can't stop. You can't give up. You gotta, you gotta, you, 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 you gotta go anyhow. You gotta be fully persuaded. That means you got to look beyond what you see. Just like the most high look beyond your faults. You got to look beyond what you see. You got to look beyond how you feel. And stagger not at the promise of Yah through unbelief. But you got to be fully persuaded that what Yah had promised, he was also able to perform. And, 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 and the scripture says that when Abraham believed that, it was therefore imputed to him as righteousness. And put him in the right place with the Most High Yah. And it said, now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. That was not just written for Abraham alone, but it was for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe, have faith, trust in him who raised up Yahushua, our Messiah, from the dead. Let me tell you something. Yahushua didn't raise himself. Yahushua is not the father. He's the son. Mm -hmm. If he's the father, then 
when he died and went to hell for them three days, did he vacate the throne? Who was on the throne when if y'all died? Because the throne is wide open. And the ultimate one is in hell. Mm. Where his enemies. So who on the throne? If he let them in, the adversary could have came and got on the throne. He wanted to be on the throne. Most of I ain't got to leave his throne. Most of I got more wisdom than you got. You can't see it because you ain't got no faith. He don't never die. He can't. He said he changes not. He's the same. He always had grace. If he, if he didn't have grace, that means he's changed up. And to not say that he always was the same. He changes not. So who was on the throne when he died? No! Y'all remained on the throne and never got up. Yahushua gave his life for his father. He died for our sins. And y'all raised him up. Paul didn't say, if Yahushua was y'all, then Yahushua had to raise himself up. And why try to hide who he is? That'll make him a coward. Tell me who you are then. When the adversary approached him, he called him son of Yah. When Peter talked to him, he said, you are the son of Yah. Oh, I know they're going to say, what Thomas said, my Lord and my God. No, Thomas said, my master and my mighty one. You transition ain't right. <laughs> Thomas knew who he was. He was a Mashiach, Yahushua. He's a son of Yah. And Yah raised him up. But for him also, to him it was imputed, if we believe on Yah, on him, that raised up Yahushua, our master from the dead, who was delivered our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Yahushua did not redeem us back to himself. He reconciled us back to Yah. And he said, Corinthians, and now we have a spirit of reconciliation. We now can go out, out and teach you through Yahushua to be reconciled back to the Father. But you got to be the good ground. You got to rid yourself of all these things that's causing the adversary to steal from you. And you got to walk in the righteousness and in the might and in the power of Yah. You got to walk in obedience and humility. You got to persevere. You have to remember that, uh, that Yah is no respecter of persons. And we should not be a respecter of persons. Don't be deceived like some of these false teachers on these Sunday churches, especially some of them on, on, on Shabbat too, and told you that he is the person that he is when it comes to certain things, favoring your life, having money. That's a lie. That's them telling you that lie. The scripture says otherwise. A man can't come change the scripture because he's in the natural. They've been in the flesh. He wrong. You know who you are who said it, but I'm just not going to call your name, but I heard you preach it. My old pastor told me that. He lied about it. He was wrong. He is no respecter of persons whatsoever. You can have faith. See, you had a widow as every fact that the most I provided for mm. through faith. She didn't have no money to make account with zero fat and oil. But she had plenty of oil. 
She had plenty of oil. She had oil through obedience. She had oil through faith. It's not your money that's going to get you. It's your faith. She had oil for a while. Never stopped running out of oil. Was able to eat good for a while. See, it's done through faith. It's done through you hearing the word and obeying the word. It's not done in the natural. You can't serve y'all in memory. You're going to love one and despise the other one. You can build your barns. You can get big. You can even tell your soul you got plenty now. And when you think about your, that you got your own riches, y'all going to tell you like you told that man. You fool. It's not your soul is required of you. Or you be like the, like the rich man in the last. You can see people need help. But you can still die and go to hell. Parched. List burning. And the same man who you rejected, the poor man, the beggar. Right. You want him to come put some water on your lips. No, 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 no. And then you're going to beg Abraham. Look here. Let him go and tell my brothers then don't come down here. Abraham said, they got Moses and the prophets. Meaning, meaning they had the Torah and the prophets. If they ain't going to hear the Torah and the prophets, they ain't going to believe a ghost. No. <laughs> See, it's your faith. See, I ain't, I ain't, the most high ain't going to bring no ghost to you to shake you up. Mm -hmm. If you see the image of a dead person coming to you, that's a demon. It's a familiar spirit. So you got to have faith in this word. And it's not easy. We got to walk it out. I'm in a position in my life now, I got to have faith. I'm saying things that seem to be impossible with us. But I believe y'all told me. So we got to walk it out. We can't stop. Along the way, we're going to have some shortcomings. Along the way, we're going to have some disagreements. Along the way, we're going to have some stuff that's going to happen to us. We're going to be mad. We're going to... No! Guess what? After all the dust settles, we still got to walk out what y'all says. We still got to be obedient. I'm not trying to, I'm not speaking no deaf, no bad. That ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying is that when you, the most I give you a word, the is going to try to attack that word. In your journey, people going to fall off. Your very own folks that's close to you going to do some stuff to you. You still got to be who y'all called you to be. Reuben slept with Bilhah. That, that was your Quab's own son. He, he defiled him. He was shaky as water. That's his boy. This was his first son. See, hurt comes in many forms. But you still got to be able to trust y'all. And you got to have that word. You might, your own mother and father may leave you alone. They don't want to hear the name you speak out of Yahushua. They don't want you praying in that name. You still got to pray in that name. Yeah. You still got to have faith even if they threaten to leave you. Because you have to persevere. You have to be this good ground. You are going to be worked over. You are going to be tilled. You are going to be bunched up and most up. You are going to be aerated. Because air has to get through you. Water got to be able to get inside of you. You got to be able to be cultivated to grow that, to grow that seed out of you. You got to be worked. It's unavoidable for any of us. I'm not saying it's like I'm just, hey, yeah, no. We all in the same boat. Most high is no 
Respect that person. We all in the same boat. We all got to persevere. We all got to walk the walk. What we can do, though, is lock arms with each other. And not a lot of effort to divide us by pettiness, by ignorant stuff, but stick. So even though you offend me, brother, by saying my breath stink on my, my wife is neck, I'm still your brother. And I still love you. You know, you feel me, brother, by, you know, doing this net, I'm still your brother. Because the commandments tell us don't bear a grudge, but rather, love our neighbor ourselves. So I can't just be an on surface and not bring forth fruit to protection, for perfection. But I got to love you. I got to be there for you. I got to have temperance. I got to have meekness. I got to have gentleness. I got a better fruit of the rule that he wants me to grow. In order to do that, I got to have an understanding. I got to have an understanding of a good heart. I got to be real. Or, you know, let's be real. Or we ain't going to grow. So praise y'all. I'm done. I said, you everything to say, you say it, then we will pray. Hallelujah. Yes, to be good ground, like it was said earlier, we have to open our mouths. And we know that David was good ground. It's a psalm talking about open your mouth because Yah will not impute any wickedness that you have. And if you open your mouth, he is able and just to cleanse you from all your sins. And that way you can be aerated. That way he will water you. That way you can produce 60-fold, 100-fold, and you can continue to produce them, even if you are cut back. At least you opened your mouth. And even if people get jealous of you, let them be jealous. They This is life. So if you want to be good, girl, you have to open your mouth. And Yah is faithful and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You, all you have to do is confess. Yes, it's going to be hard to confess. But if you open your mouth, Yah will surely deliver you from all your problems. He did it to me, and I feel better to this day. So open your mouth, and that's one good way to become good ground. Right. And remember now, he, 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 he got to get to be my age. I got to get to be my elders' ages or my father's ages. Guess what? He ain't been through what I've been through yet. He going to go through it, some stuff. He going to have to grow and continue to handle that thing. I'm going to have to get to my father's age. I ain't been through what he's been through yet. I'm going to have to grow. I'm going to have to adhere to the word. Shemar, I heard, I heard some older men, you know, 60s and 70s, and they tell you, they say, you know, when you get to your 50s, you know, things happen to your body that you, you know, pay, aches and pains from out of nowhere. You know, I ain't 50 yet, but I believe them. But those same men told me when you get in your 40s and 45, stuff happened too to you. Like, you know, some, some stuff happened to you. You know, that's true. I had a shoulder ache made for months. Went to the doctor, got an MRI, wasn't nothing wrong with it, wasn't nothing broken. Physical therapy, couldn't live waist good, shoulder aching. That's called being, didn't have no, nothing wrong with it. That's called, it, it was called at that time being 46. Older bones. But guess what? The man that was 70 told me when you get about 45 for stuff change. I remember what he said to me. So I, I was able to adhere to it. Not worry myself. Not so. What I'm telling you is, if you shema Yasharal and listen to the word of Yah, take heed to the word and wisdom of Yah. We can persevere because the thing that was written was not written for Abraham's sake alone, but for us also. 
not only just to receive Yahushua as a Mashiach, but to obey all of the word of Yah with the aid of the Ruach HaKodesh. Through Yahushua, we're going to approach Yah. So praise Yah for his goodness. Praise Yah for his compassion. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Almighty Yah, we just thank you. Yes, you are, Almighty Yah. Help us to be set apart. Help us to be the good ground. We know that all of us got to go through trials. All of us have to go through tests. None of us don't want anything bad to happen. We don't want to lose people. And everything tries to bring those things up to make us feel afraid, fearful, doubt you. I mean, all kinds of stuff try to run through our mind to make us become apprehensive and reluctant to move because of fear, because of uncertainty. So we all need you to work with us and help us to grow. We don't want to lose anybody, but your, your word is true. We got to trust in your word. When you said you kept the, 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 that you spoke through Peter to cast out a kiss on you, for you because you care for us. Right. When Yahushua was telling us, you know, that you know we have new things, and he was telling us to be lights and be to love our brothers and don't worry about what we need because you will provide for us and to, to seek your kingdom, we gotta believe in that. You told I was telling us to be obedient to honor the Shabbat, to eat the clean, and you know, to keep the feast and you know, to love our neighbors and love our we gotta keep those things because all of your word, all, it's not us, it's all of your word is going to be challenged in our life. And we need you to help us to be able to stand firm on your word. And not be moved by what men say, how men feel. And help us not to be talking about people anyway, but to love them. Because you said we owe no man to do anything but to love them. Yeah. So we ain't got to worry about what they're going to say, how they feel, and obligated to them. No. Let us love them from the right perspective. Don't mean we compromise. Don't mean we give in. Don't mean we tell them the truth and keep pushing without being grudges. Be, be real for what we're talking about. Protect our says and shamar your word. So help us almighty God to keep the truth, to keep your word, to walk in righteousness, to walk in faith, to be that good ground. Continue to, to, to get the thorns out of us. Continue to get the rocks off of us. Remove us from that wayside. Help us to get that good ground. Give us understanding. Help us to grow. We trust in you and we love you. And we thank you. We all, the adversary tried to bring fear to all of us. Try to make us scared and be afraid. But you said, stir that gift up. That you have not given us this. When the Paul was telling Tim Timothy, he said, you got that unfinished fact like your grandmother, Eunice. I mean, like your mama Lois said, I can see it in you too. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, stir the gift up that, that was given to you in the land on the hands of notice. You were not given the spirit of fear. And you ain't got to be ashamed of the Messiah or me. Help us to not walk in the spirit of fear. It was to have that faith as well and trust to go forward in you and believe your word. Whatever you've spoken over our lives, the adversary going to want to fight us. You told us to move, he's going to try to take our finances. Make us not be able to move. Heard our going to do something. But you know how to get us to where you want us to go to. Our job is to walk with faith and works. Because your, your word says through James or your quad, it says, as the soul is dead of the body, so is our faith without our works. So help us to have faith with our works. Help us to do what you say in active, obedient response to your word. And as long as we do our part, we know you're going to do what you said. We might not get to the point of Abraham, he's the father of faith. We may, we may never get to the point of Yahushua either. He said, Arthur is the initiator of our faith. But we can't go in faith to have your promises. Like you told Abraham, I know you love me. You won't even go withhold your own son. Because it said in your word that Abraham believed you can raise the dead. He believed in you. 
And we got to grow in that faith as well, to believe whatever you said in our body. That was his faith, his son, what you wanted him to give up. Our faith may be New York. Our faith may be, you know, whatever you said, you know, but we got to stand firm. So we thank you and we love you and we need your help in every area. We can't do this on our own. We can't do it with you. And you said, greater are you that's in us and he's in the world. So we thank you for being with us and in us and a mercy that's in the world. We love you. And we just magnify you and we thank you. We shall have a shout. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom.